Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here is Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Mr. Trey Biddy. Hey, guys. Do you make any, uh, I know you do in football. I have not seen them, so if I'm just not seeing them, I'm getting, uh, I guess you can say, an education. Because it used to be you would go through your little round table, and everyone would make their predictions for the upcoming Arkansas football game. Do you do the mm-hmm. same thing for basketball? Haven't really. I mean, just aside from, like, message board chatter and stuff like that. Okay, but I mean, okay. As, as for this basketball game, last I saw on Bet Saracen, it was – uh, plus six and a half Arkansas. We That's talked correct. yesterday. It was plus five and a half. So it's um, Arkansas's picked the loose spot more. Right. And I can't, I can't disagree with that. I mean, until we see something different, and I, I mean, I know what we saw against Texas A&M, especially the first half, and the way it finished. But I just, I just have a hard time seeing with this matchup, um, Arkansas coming out, you know, and covering that. But. Things happen in basketball. I mean, you know, the shots fall sometimes. And, um, you know, right when you think, uh, you know, right when you get completely down on a team, which it feels like everybody is right now, uh, you know, sometimes musclemen will surprise you. They, they certainly have in the past. But, uh, man, I just, I just I don't like the matchup with Arkansas's three-point defense and Ole Miss's um, three-point shooting percentage, which is third in the SEC. Arkansas's 202nd nationally in three-point percentage defense. It's a not a good matchup, and you know Ole Miss has been on the road a couple times and and lost those. They've they've only lost SEC games. They were 15 and 0 before going into conference play, and uh, have obviously gone two and three in SEC play. Lost to Tennessee, pretty good. They have not they have not lost uh, in their home uh, on their home court this season. So, um, you know, I, and, and plus we as we've mentioned, you know, uh, Matthew Morrell and and Alan Flanagan. Both of those guys had, you know, kind of off games last time, and they haven't had back-to-back off games. Neither of them had all season. So I, it doesn't feel like a great matchup. But, you know, I mean, they're gonna, they're, Arkansas is still going to show up. They're going to go. They're, they're going to go to Oxford, and they're going to play the game. So <laughs> there's there still be a game tonight, so we'll see. Numbers can absolutely drive you crazy. And if you look at the numbers of this game, uh, everything everything favors Ole Miss. And then you have Trey. I think I think what is driving me crazy can't speak for Chris, can't speak for Rick, can't speak for you, but is the inconsistencies. And I, I I'm through talking about lack of effort. I mean, I, forget that. I've 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 already overstated that. Yeah. But the inconsistencies, and the reason why I say that is, okay, I've used the example before. I'm trying to do the double R prop specials. And um, if I go by, let's just say I went by the last game productions. Um, I had Layden Blocker. Layden Blocker. Now he's, he's probably now averaging somewhere around six minutes per game in SEC play. Aiding for 0.5. What did he score? Zero. 
And then I had Jalen Graham, who's coming off of, what, a 12 or 14-point effort. Had him over eight and a half. What did he score? Three. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you, there is no rhyme, except for Mark, there is no rhyme or reason that's going mm-hmm. on with the either consistency or inconsistencies. There's no rhyme or reason. Inconsistent. Yep, that's the the term for this team. Uh, they they consistently seem to lack you know the the toughness and the grit that you got to show in SEC uh, in conference play in this league, and uh, they've been very inconsistent. And I've noticed your your prop bets just uh, <laughs> they're not hitting, are they? <laughs> <laughs> nobody, okay, that last really hitting on that, those. It'll, that, it'll it'll come full circle sometime, Randy. Sometime that last that last game against South Carolina, I had two. You had two. Two. How many did you do? Out of uh, twelve or thirteen. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen different yeah. specials. I had two winners. I had Chandler Lawson. I had him for. Over two and a half points, he scored four. Had him, uh, this one was kind of a teaser on the back half of it. Forget what it paid. Total defensive rebounds. I find some of these guys that are slacking in a certain area, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to challenge them this game. Now, I may make it 0.5, but I'm thinking, okay, come on. Can you get one? Come on, Brazil. Can you get Surely one? you can get one. Can you get one? <laughs> one. One. Dylan Graham, uh, I had him at three, eight and a half. He scored three. Total assist, 0.5. He carved out one great assist. So you're right. It's been, it's been, Trey, this, this is like football. Got to be in football. Or you just kept watering them down because they were so inconsistent. Yeah. One week they might be, you know, individually respectable. Next week, they disappeared. Yeah, no question. Football was awfully inconsistent. I mean, if you were trying to do, like, prop bets on Rocket Sanders or something, that would, <laughs> that would have been very frustrating. Go broke. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, Rocket had one good game last year. That's incredible to think and about. And I probably didn't, probably didn't even uh, have him charted for having a good game. <laughs> game yeah, so. that was late into the year. Yeah, somebody yeah. could have made a lot of good money off of that. Sure, yeah. Let's talk to yeah. Sharp Shooter. Sharp Shooter, you got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah. First, I, let's, let's establish that we are consistently inconsistent, our basketball team. Uh, but I love muscle men. I, you know, I like his philosophy. But I played a lot of basketball in my time. And if I'm looking over my shoulder, if I make a bad play, then I'm going to the bench. You're never going to get consistent having running three or four people in there at a time without getting some chemistry with the guys that you're running up and down the floor with. It's not going to happen. So mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on that? And I listen. Thanks. I thought Musselman had a good answer to it because he was asked about that in the last game uh, and said, basically, I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. just stop trying to find, you know, players that are going to go in there and, and compete and do what we ask. I mean, I get it too. Like he's he's still playing for the majority, like seven, maybe eight players, like you know, seventeen minute, fifteen minutes or more, or something like that. Uh, he still is playing like a dozen players, 
and mo- the, most of those guys are getting sick. It's almost like he, you know, like five, three, five minutes, something like that. But it's almost like he puts a guy in there says, okay, this is what you're going to give me tonight. You're out. You know, like everybody kind of gets a chance and they're like, okay, these are our seven. It's almost like it, you know, kind of comes down to that. But I agree. I mean, I think it's a double-edged sword. Of Yes, you'd love to see them, you know, be able to roll with the same guys and, and narrow it down. I mean, I asked him after the Texas A&M game about Battle not not playing. And, uh, you know, he said basically, you know, whoever he decides not to play, he knows he's always going to get questions about who he decides not to play. Hmm. Well, the next game, Battle played 17 minutes. And it was a coach's choice before. So it's I, – I, I guarantee you he's as frustrated. He's probably more frustrated than any of us yeah. are right now, and that's saying a lot because I know I'm frustrated. Randy, I can hear it in your voice. I can hear it in the caller's voice. I'm, I mean, everybody is frustrated. We had very high expectations for this team. And, yeah, I don't know if the answer is just saying, all right, it's going to be, it's going to be these seven guys, these eight guys, and that's it. Because well, the answer is lower so often expectations, and if he puts win, those guys excited. out there and he's disappointed with how they're playing. <laughs> Rick, that is my thought on everything sports related. Yeah. Yes. Well, lower, Sorry, what did Rick say? Expectations, lower right? expectations. Lower expectations. And just if yeah. they win, hey, surprise. Right. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> That's great. As a Jaguar fan, I can tell you it's the only way to go through life. <laughs> um, Trey, I want to follow up on something you mentioned, though, just now. Mm-hmm. Guys who will – maybe not play the game that they know how to play that they're that they've excelled at that has given them this opportunity because are they timid because they're scared if they don't play well they're not going to get the minutes are you seeing these guys yeah. not maybe be, reach their full potential because they're scared if they make a mistake he'll pull them because like you said hey if he's if it's if you're not bringing it tonight I'm going to find someone who will instead of letting them try and bring it or get into a rhythm I mean that's possible too I would I mean I don't know. I, I would hope these guys don't think like that, like they're mentally past that. But yeah, I mean that's that's definitely possible. Uh, I, you know, I can, can kind of compare it to like a running back. I always felt like when Arkansas like decides to keep a bunch of running backs happy or something, and you know they never let them get into a rhythm. You know, there's I think there's that aspect of it. I mean, we could we could come up with all kinds of different ideas. Well, they're not able to get into a rhythm. They're not feeling comfortable. They're worried they're going to get pulled if they make a mistake, <laughs> you know. But the bottom line, I think, is uh, Musselman isn't going to pull you out if he feels like you're going, you know, fanatical. Fanat- fanatical? Fanatical. Um, frantic. You frantic. Know, like just going, yeah. Yeah. just giving everything you've got, um, you know, going 110%, as they say. If you're doing that, then and you know he knows what you can do as a player. I don't think that he's, I don't think he's going to pull you out. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if the effort's the there, effort yeah, there. if the yeah. so so like Randy, I know we don't want to touch on it, and it's been stressed enough. So you're saying if at least there's an effort, then you're allowed to make a you get a little, little bit more leeway maybe in your game. If you if the that's, effort is there, especially on the defensive end, right? I mean, which yeah, obviously they what, haven't shown. Absolutely, that's what I would say. But, I mean, like, there's also, like, guys that, you know, like Makai Mitchell. Like, why is Makai Mitchell, you know, he's playing, like, eight minutes fewer, less a game. And, you know, they have fewer options down low this year. Like, you know, where is he? Devo Davis. You know, Devo's not the same guy he was. And he had his struggles at times last year. Remember, he even kind of took a game off. 
and but he kind of found his niche. But where's Debo really been this year? And like some of the guys that were on the team last year, like. And Debo's getting the they? minutes too. You know, I mean, he's not like Mitchell where the minutes have diminished. Yeah. Devo's averaging 30.2, second on the team. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, he he's given the opportunity. It's just been the production hasn't been there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but I know that Musselman also feels like Devo hustles. Yeah. You know, and he drives us all crazy sometimes. We love him, but he, you know, <laughs> he does some very unorthodox looking things out there and uh, makes some weird decisions, but he also makes some, some incredible plays. And when, you know, he's – He's hot. It's really fun to watch, but uh, he does give he does give maximum effort. So that's that's why we see him pretty consistently. Um, Tremont Mark is the same way. Gives great effort, and he's been you know obviously the most productive. What drives me crazy again? Some players can get out there, and it seems like what Chris is saying. They're afraid of making a mistake. If they get an opportunity, they're out there, quote, to score. The shot selection may be highly questionable. If they don't make it, it seems like the next whistle, there they are back on the sideline. And I think some players, you, I mean, look how quickly sometimes Jeremiah Davenport shoots the ball in the front court. If it touches his hands, it's pretty well going up. Just yep. almost automatic. And I think Battle is the same way. He's expected to provide three-point scoring. He did that early in the season. He's in a rough patch. And now I don't think even even effort right now is determining how much he plays. It's how productive he may be in that one or two snapshot, uh, snapshot moments that he gets, opportunities that he gets. Yeah, Battle's not seeing all uh, – he's down to like 20 minutes a game. But yep. he's still 40% from three-point range. How much in SEC it, play, though, Trey? Well, well down. Yeah. Down. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You may be uh, talking four minutes a game average, and that's not even consistent. But we know this guy can shoot. Yeah. We know he can shoot. We know he shot well at Temple. Uh, we've seen him shoot well at Arkansas. He was the guy that when they brought when they brought in, I thought, okay, this is this is going to be a guy that's just going to really light up some teams. And I thought Jermon Mark would be good, but I, I didn't think he would be, you know, the best player on the team without a doubt. Thirty-five point capability. Done. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. So he's two of eight from three-point range. Battle is since mm-hmm. SEC play started. And two of through eight through five games through five games, but. To my point earlier, that's not a lot of opportunity to get no. better. No. You know, I mean, he has had such limited minutes, 5 to 24 against Georgia, and Which then 17. Which Yes. But then the last two games, he's had seven combined minutes, as you mentioned earlier. So, it's yeah, it's been poor in SEC play, but he hadn't really been given a chance to get better at it. No. Well, I mean, you know, he played what, five minutes yeah. last time out. Yeah, one for two I mean, from he three. Got, he got up two three-pointers very quick. You know, he missed the first one, and then he came back and he made the second one. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't get a whole lot of opportunities in that one. But those two threes were maybe on the same possession or back-to-back possessions, if I remember. But, yeah, they were. I think you're right, yeah. back-to-back. All right, let's talk with Flo. Flo, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, I was going back with that battle. And uh, in the year, battle was scoring 20-some points a game when he was getting minutes. Mm-hmm. And he was efficient from the uh, three-point line and the field goal and the free-throw line. Mm-hmm. 
But the last four games, he only gets four or five minutes, even midfield. Like, if we only score 64 points a game mm-hmm. in the mid-60s, we're not going to beat no team scoring in the 60s. No. But he you scored over 20 points five times this year. Yep. Yeah, you got all your scoring on the bench. You got midfield on the bench. You got battle, and you got Graham. That's your, your scoring right there. I don't think if, if they don't play, I really don't think we we going to win any games if them, them three guys don't get the, uh, in the rotation. Battle had 21 against Duke also. I mean, he, look, really, you, he really stepped up in that one shot, because they didn't have Mark. But if you look at his shots, he, he was efficient in them games. He'll yeah. shoot four or five threes. He'll hit three of them. And I'm like – I don't, I'm just trying to figure out what happened. Did he did, did him and Musk get into it or something? <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities like that. His minutes dropped pretty good against UNC Wilmington. Uh, he only had two points on a couple of free throws. And then – And, Trey, that was a game coming off of where he had 26 minutes, 18 points. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yep. he was coming off a good game and then went 0-5 against UNC Wilmington and got pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, but he still played a pretty decent amount against Auburn and Georgia. Um, but, yeah, he hasn't – the last three games he played two against Florida. He didn't see any action against Texas A&M. And I was wrong. I actually thought he saw more minutes against South Carolina, but he only saw five minutes against South Carolina. So, uh, yeah, he's uh, – We'll see what happens this week. I mean, they could use. I mean, they could use him getting back on track. Obviously, if they could get Battle back on track, and uh, you know, Tremont Mark doing the things that we know that he can do, and you know, get get uh, uh, Trevin Brazil going. I mean, maybe they can get figure Devo something out. going. It's, it's, yeah, get who Devo else, being who back. Who else can we Devo. get going? Let's see. I know a lot, a lot, a lot of ask, people. Manager, We're just asking if we can we just, get the manager going good? Yeah, just get just get this guy going and those and all those other guys yeah, going, and yeah. they ought to be okay, right? Yeah. I think yeah. Trey. One thing that's surprising about bat- <laughs> the battle situation is this: is he was playing limited minutes in two blowouts, and I mean South Carolina wasn't a blowout blowout, but that was never really contended, right? It, it, there yeah. was enough of a buffer constantly Florida was a complete blowout and you just wonder like if there's ever a time to get someone minutes and get them in the game and maybe find their rhythm again and hey the only way to get out of a funk sometimes is to shoot your way into a rhythm and he wasn't even giving him those opportunities I think that's why some people are wondering is it something more than just missed shots that is causing this limited action for him well I kind of thought that's what was happening in the last game because uh, you know, not only did he take two, three, I feel like he took on two possessions. I feel like he took three shots, if I'm not mistaken. And when he was doing that, I was like, okay, he's going to just shoot himself out of the slump mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe get or going shoot himself again. back onto the bench. Yeah. And then he eventually, yeah, went, went back on the bench, but he did make one. He made his last shot, yeah. which was a three. And then, and then got pulled. And they got pulled. That's the thing that I think why why people are like trying to figure out. And I, and and look, I mean, you guys asked Mus in the in the post game about this stuff, and he seems to be very you know not just aware, but he's like, oh yeah, I'll tell you why, and 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 talks about it. But mm-hmm. it doesn't. It feels like it, it, there's some words without real explanation behind it. it. Well, and there's also you know he talks about defensive end of the court too. Yeah, you know yeah. he he that's obviously something that he's going to harp on every time that Arkansas has really kind of hunkered down and, and really kind of pulled them themselves out of a bit of a slump. What I've always seemed to notice, like, man, they're really starting to play well on defense. And so that's, 
I mean, that's just going to be a hallmark of Musselman teams. He's going to demand great defensive play and great effort on that side of the court. But this year, if you look at Arkansas's best games, it's been because they've shot well and scored. They yeah. haven't played great defense against anybody, including no. Duke. But they shot well and scored against Duke. And that's the thing is you have to look at it and say, okay, do you sacrifice a little defense to get some guys out there that can score? And, and if you if they're out there, will they score? That's the other question. Sometimes there are scorers on the floor and they don't hit their shots. Yeah, I still think about that every once in a while, the Duke game, because I was you know, sitting in the press area and suddenly you know, I'm just focused on the game and you know, I'm thinking like Duke's not going away. <laughs> like they're having a really hard time putting them away. And I started getting hot and I was like, why am I so hot? And I look around me and it's just students you know, students have been cheering all game, just filled up the aisles, ready to rush the court. And I'm just thinking, they may not pull this thing out, but um, that's kind of a feeling I'll never forget about that game. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of Hawksports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai.